And we are fucking live. Something like live anyways. September 21st, 22. Welcome back, Mr. Madness. <laughs> there you go, just talk to yourself in third person, right? Fuck you. You know, a lot is... A lot. Has gone down the last three months. And, you know, I, for one, wish I hadn't been present for any of it. It's been, it's been that savage. Well, I guess to talk about anything, one must start at the beginning. So... Last time we left off, (laughs) you know, I don't even remember last time. I don't, but I'm sure it was lovely. So, I have been working construction for a while, you know, (laughs) and it has been, it has been horrific. I'm not going to even sit here and play it off like it was awesome. Like it was something that I even cared to do. Sometimes we just do things just for the money, right? You know, fuck uh, wanting to do it. Have any desire to do it. Sometimes you just you got to shut up in color because... Hey, man, I got to get paid, right? (laughs) So I was doing that job for for a little while, and I happened to get hurt on the job. So for the last three months or so, I have been on workers' comp leave. You know, at first it was really depressing and a lot of cabin fever began to set in when you just kind of constantly just stare at the wall or left alone with your thoughts. You'd be surprised. It can be a scary place indeed. So, not being able to move because I injured my back. Things that were once easy to do becoming quickly difficult. Finding out that you're not able to move this way and that way. And just being in constant pain. And when that one moment does appear where you just, you don't feel anything, you're like, wow, okay, all right, I like it, you know? (laughs) And quickly doesn't go away, right? Because good things never last. Peace is not really something this world really is too familiar with. So... 
So yeah, I've been dealing with a back injury and uh, having to go to this workers' comp clinic and seeing a nurse. I mean, I don't even get a doctor, you guys. Have you guys noticed that, that more and more places are going toward nurse practitioners? They don't even have a doctor. And if you look at, you know, the establishment and who they got listed as a, as a doctor for the, for the clinic, nowhere to be found, like ever, not even on a Friday morning, a random Thursday. I mean, we're talking not fucking ever, right? It's just a nurse. Yeah, that's what you get, right? And uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember sitting there, and the first time she she went over these X-rays, right? She was like, uh, I, you know, I don't really know what this means, but <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some phone calls and we're gonna figure it out." And I'm like, "Wow, I mean, that's something I would have said, you know." And I didn't have to go to school for like ever to come up with that answer, you know? I mean, could you imagine that? That's the professional's response to your x-ray that was taken of your back or whatever, right? Hey, I got to make some phone calls because I don't really know what this means. You got to reach out for that assist, right? So... Yeah, it's it's been a slow process. Um, I think they tried to put me on, uh, I don't know, try to find something for me to do at work, like light duty. And then my boss calls me. He's like, yeah, they, they don't have that here. So just stay at home. If we need you, we'll call you. We'll text you. You know, in the beginning, I did receive some phone calls and some text messages from my boss. You know, as time has gone on, it's passed. I haven't heard from that motherfucker. Like it's been a while, you know. It's been, it's been some time. So, I, I really don't know what to think about my situation, other than it. It doesn't really. I don't allow it to depress me anymore. Like, the pain that I do have day in and day out. I've kind of learned to live with it. I mean, it's there all the time. You know, I get annoyed when uh, people around me ask me, how are you feeling today? Are you okay? It's like, bitch, how do you think I'm feeling? Like, my back is broken, you know? (laughs) Like, you know as well as I know that they haven't done anything to try to fix it, so... Like, I'm going to wake up one one day, it's going to be a miraculous morning, and boom, just like that. All the pain's going to be gone, my back's going to be healed, and I'm just going to be flown on sunshine, right, from then on forward, right? That's the way it works, right? <laughs> so, yeah, needless to say, it is uh, it is quite annoying to get asked constantly. Hey, are you okay? You doing all right there, buddy? Right? <sighs> but you know, 
people that really care about you and they love you, which is kind of like what they do, right? So let me tell you about these MRI machines. They took an MRI of my lower lumbar, which is basically the lower part of my back. And the first time I went in, the guy was an asshole, man. I was annoyed. That added with the fact that he was just asking me a lot of questions I felt were unnecessary. It didn't really go too well. And when it got to the machine, I was like, you want me to get into there? Really? That's like a burrito, bro. I don't know if you've ever seen these machines, but they are fucking terrifying. Some type of alien technology. I'm wholeheartedly convinced that those things are not man-made. They weren't at least at first. Until the humans figured out how to produce them on their own. Right? <laughs> and the noises these things just create is like beyond words these um these technicians that operate the machines they will tell you that it sounds like a some shitty um rock drummer concert solo but i don't i don't believe it does it it sounds wild man like if you close your eyes and you just kind of focus on the sound it's like nothing you've ever really heard before. And I can't even can't even come up with an answer. Why does it even make those noises? Like, why are those noises being created from this fucking machine? <laughs> it's just so terrifying. Like everything about that fucking thing is just it's it's pretty horrific. And if you've ever been inside one and you're thinking to yourself, you're fucking crazy. It's not that bad. Ah, man. I wish I could have your mindset when it came to that. So, come to find out when uh, the results come back, they're just like, you know, they told me this and that about what section, what area was affected and how it's some type of obstruction. But the only thing I could hear was, yeah, your back is fucked, bro. It's pretty much the translation I got, you know. The only thing that would it would pretty much seep into my ears were the words, your back is fucked, bro. And they may not have been spoken out loud by that person, but that's... Uh, <laughs> that's basically what I heard, right? And my my middle back is fucked. I'm supposed to go for another MRI for that one. So, yeah, everything's been like a really slow process. Nothing has been done as of yet. And it's fucking hilarious. Like, if you've ever known somebody that's ever had a back injury or any type of injury... And you sit there and question, like, 
is this motherfucker, is this bitch, right? This bitch really in that much pain? Like, it, it's quite silly the way people think. And maybe I used to be one of these people that thought that way. But it's not like all the time, you know? It's it's really strange. Like, my back fucking hurts all the time. But it's on different levels, if that makes any sense. Sometimes doing some type of movement. Um... Trying to do some activities that require me to be in certain positions or do certain things. Just kind of trigger a pain. And it can it can be really bad. Or it can be really mild. But there's always some type of discomfort, some type of pain there. You know, and I, I think it's funny how people look at you and they're like, can't be that bad. You know what I mean? Like, you're okay. You're okay, right? And, um, you know, they try to give you pointers and advice. Like, don't don't go out in public and try to look like you're not hurting. It's like, what are you talking about? How do you look like you're hurt? You got you to gotta put your arm on your, your waist, you know? <laughs> You're going to make these grunty noises everywhere you go. You're going to have this look on your face. Like, oh my God, right? You know, that's not reality, though. You know, I'm the type of person that I don't really like to complain. You know, if something's hurting and it's going to be there for a while and it hasn't gone away, I'm not going to sit there and bitch about it every day. I'm not going to sit there and think about it. You talk about it. You're pretty much thinking about it. And if you're thinking about it, you put mind to it. And if you put mind to it, then it's hard not to let it affect you because that's what's in your head. So you just kind of live with it. I don't, I don't know if things are ever going to get better. Um, I know the current situation sucks, but, uh, I can't let that affect me. You know, I let it affect me for a little while. And it felt like things got bad, you guys. Like, I spoke about it a little bit earlier, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's not really healthy to be in one spot for a long time dwelling on something feeling sorry for yourself all these questions about like why 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 and you got nowhere to reach for the answers to help because you don't know what the answer is you don't know if there is an answer so that's what's been going on with that it has been a uh, been a hell of a ride for the last three months. You know, when you got that much time on your hands and you ain't got to worry about money and 
the only thing <laughs> that you have to pay any mind to is your sanity because it's quickly, quickly disappearing. Then you try to figure out stuff what to do, right? We come back, that's what we're going to talk about. What kind of stuff do you do when you're losing your mind? And we are back. We're back. You know, I don't even know what to do anymore, but it's been feeling like, like I've been thinking about thinking about preparing to prepare to begin to begin to do this again. And I kind of feel like I withheld myself because, you know, I don't have any equipment. Like right now I'm using my, uh, my phone and I'm using my, uh, my beats. So hopefully it doesn't sound too bad. I'm thinking it'll probably sound okay. Probably sound a lot better than the last three or four recordings I've done with the wind just howling in everybody's ear. If anybody ever listened to those, you know, (laughs) it's pretty funny. I don't know. Life is, uh, life is something, ain't it? So whenever you're, you're feeling broken, you know, like physically, right? Maybe a little bit mentally. I mean, I don't know. You got a lot of time on your hands. What do you do? You know, it's quite funny, though, because, you know, I think it was a week or two after uh, after things kind of settled down. It was there for a whole minute. I mean, there was appointments I needed to go to. There was people I needed to speak to. You know, there was just things that, that I needed to do. So... After those things settled down a bit, I'd find myself just, okay, what do I do? Like, <laughs> like I can't really move around too much. Like, just doesn't feel too good to do that. You know, the internet fucking sucks. You know, I live out in a rural area, so there's not really a, a company out there that'll provide decent internet service for the for the home right so i decided okay let's make some uh let's make some dating profiles so i got on the usual suspects i got on uh the tinder which quickly i found out that uh apparently i'm banned for life on there don't know why (laughs) don't know what i did but they will not allow me to make a Tinder profile. Which I did figure out some ways around it, though. Turns out if you you get a VPN, that's one way to work around it. Still, though, I, I don't know. I feel like, you know what? The time isn't right for me and Tinder. Like, me, me and Tinder has some, some issues to work through, you know? So maybe... Maybe the next time, right? <laughs> so, you know, I got on Bumble. I got on, uh, let's see. 
There's this one called Hinge. And then I decided, you know what? For shits and giggles, even though you got to pay for this one, let's go and try eHarmony out. So I created the profiles. One of them I had to pay money. Had to pay money for the thing. So I had to bust out that card and just question life for a minute. Like, are you seriously doing this? You know you're not going to find anybody, right? I mean, just a bunch of just nonsense coming back at me. I'm like, yo, let's stop with the negativity, you guys, you know? This is just me talking to myself, too, right? So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say that uh, eHarmony, probably uh, my worst regret of 2022. And that... And that really just comes down to, you know what? It's not really as cracked out as uh, you would think it would be. Like, you think that they would have it down to to a science, like they claim on the TV, on the Internet. And that's not really what I received. I don't believe I received that anyways from eHarmony. You know, I think a lot of the profiles aren't even real. Like, so a lot of them, they only have one picture. And you know, women are fucking camera hoes. I mean, come on, you guys. Women are the biggest cam hoes. They will take the stupidest fucking pictures. And a lot of them will take the same fucking picture 20 different times. And then they'll ask you, do you like this one? Bitch, it's the same one you took the last 15. I mean, come on. Can can you do something different, right? <laughs> you got any new moves in that fucking toolbox of yours? Because right now I'm seeing the same shit over and over, lady. You know, I've noticed that some of these profiles, they'll have the same fucking picture. Literally the same picture. Twice. I'm like, you know what? I don't think that's real. I don't believe it is. I could be wrong, but I'm not falling for that one again. So <laughs> I did speak to uh, a few people off of there. You know, one of them, I can't even remember her fucking name, but I never met her. We just kind of spoke through text message mostly, and then uh, we spoke on the phone. She happened to be a a nail tech person. So she worked at a salon. You know, one of them fancy places that women go to to get their nails done. Their toes. And then they get waxed and then they get massages. All the while being provided free booze. Sounds like a hell of a deal, right? Then you gotta you gotta remember you guys. You gotta put it with that stinky smell. You know what I'm talking about? There's a smell. Whenever you go to a salon, it smells so bad. It's like the strongest fucking smell of all time. It gives you the worst fucking headache. You ask a bitch out there though that goes to a salon frequently. 
Ask any female to the frequency of salon. She'll tell you that smells amazing. Or she'll respond with, I don't smell nothing. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my gosh. The last time I wandered into a place like that on accident, I was like, ah, no. My head was just like, yikes. My nose is going bananas. It, it wasn't a good place. It really wasn't. And those people in there, they don't even have fucking masks. It's wild. I'm not talking about a mask because you're scared of corona, right? No. We're talking about a mask because it fucking smells in there. Like you're you're literally burning to brain cells. Like sacks and sacks of brain cells. Like there's like people working in your head. It's like these little people. And they're just dumping fucking brain cells out your ear. That's how many you're losing. They're just dumping them out every fucking 20 seconds. By the fucking barrel, you know? It's that, it's that fucking bananas. But yeah, anyways. So, me and, his, me and his lady was speaking for a little while. You know, she told me something interesting. Like, it might have not gone anywhere between her and I. But, uh, you always get left with stories, right? Have you noticed that? Like, if you don't have any fucking stories on things that you do day in and day out, what's wrong with you? What are you doing with your life? Even if it's a shitty story, right? Somebody out there is going to find it. Someone amusing, maybe. So she told me how these females come in and... Um, She's beginning to do their nails. She tells me about how she's uh, she's looking at their fingernails and and she looks under them because she's cleaning them and she says there is like piles of poop and 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 inside their fingernail and I was like what are you talking about? She's like yeah, a lot of these bitches don't know how to fucking clean their ass. They don't know how to wipe their ass without getting gunks of crap inside their fingernails. And I'm like, what? So what are you supposed to do? And she's like, well, most of the time, I mean, you can get a brush, you know, when you go wash your hands, you know, you just spend a little time to make sure you get everything nice and clean. I was like, God damn, that sounds like a lot of fucking work. Just uh, just to have fingernails. I mean, could you imagine having issues wiping your ass? I mean, I've seen some bitches with some really, really long fingernails. And I can't even imagine flipping her hand over and just, you know, getting a look under the hood, right? Getting a look under the hood. <laughs> Could you imagine the smell? Oh, my. So now every time I see somebody, like, around, you know, like the grocery store, and they're, like, holding hands with her lady. She's got bright pink fingernail polish on. She just got her nails done, and the guy's holding her hand. I can't help but think, does he Does he know what's going on under under them nails? Does he know about this? Because I didn't know about this until I was told about it. 
But wow. Talk about kind of a mind fuck. I didn't even know that was a thing, you guys. So when I, I found that out, I was like, I gotta keep my eye out on them bitches, you know? A lot of them women are nasty, right? <laughs> oh, man. So that was one of the one of the ladies I spoke to. And I can't even remember her fucking name to save my life. But um I think she was Puerto Rican, I believe. She had nice tight little body on her. She had a booty. Some nice curly hair. She had a nice skin tone to her. Like a mocha color. Now, let's talk about the negatives, though. <laughs> oh, man. I think, her, I think her attitude was kind of... I don't think it meshed with mine. I think it was kind of hood. I've never been into that. Yeah? And she had, like, eight kids. So there's that. Oh. There's always uh, the nice cherry topping on the cake, so to speak, right? For her, it was that her uh, her ex lived with him. And supposedly he's, he's been almost moving out for like months now. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm to move out. I just uh, waiting on this paycheck, right? Supposedly he's a barber. So you're talking about a match made in heaven. A barber... And an LTech woman. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, that's pretty relative, right? It's kind of like if I sold shoes and, you know, my lady friend, she worked selling dresses. I mean, I don't know, right? <laughs> it's kind of the same. I mean, it sounds really sad when you put it that way on some type of level. But anyways, uh, <laughs> anyways. Like, the guy's living with her, and I'm like, so this dude is living with you? Like, is that what you're saying? Your ex is living with you, and you're not fucking him. You know, I usually don't pay attention to red flags, but I think the one that kind of stuck out to me in this situation where I was like, you know what? <laughs> You know, <clears throat> I think there's something going on here. Like something doesn't doesn't seem right. Like it wasn't even like the the whole living thing. You know what? Shit happens. Whatever. But for me, it was it was like, hey, babe, I got you. <laughs> I got you a sandwich. You know, and it's like, really, you're calling them babe, and you're not with them. Supposedly, you're not fucking them supposedly but when you go out and you get your kids food after you you get off of work let's say you go to mcdonald's or something you get them food and you also get that motherfucker something too and you call them babe like wow okay all right well i definitely think something's going on and i'm not silly enough to keep talking to the broad 
It's crazy, right? Isn't that crazy? I just find it wild that a lot of females, a lot of them say that they're looking for a relationship and they're ready and that they want to be with somebody. You know, throughout this whole experience, last three, four months or so, of being on these these dating apps, the one thing I've figured out, clear as day, has been that females definitely like the idea of being in a relationship, being with somebody, but actually going through with that, making that reality, scares the shit out of them. <laughs> well, well, well. You're still listening, aren't you? Ain't that something? <laughs> All right. So, you know, another thing I've been doing, I have been binge watching the fuck out of some television. You know, I don't have cable, but. Oh my, do I have, what is it, Paramount Plus, Peacock, uh, what is the other one? I used to have HBO Max, but after they, after the season with Dexter was over, Dexter New Blood, the one with his kid in it, was that, no wait, that was Showtime, wasn't it, yeah, was it, no, HBO, one of those, I think it was Showtime. Yeah, I got rid of that one. HBO Max. Uh, there was a couple of things that I was watching on there. The Precious Gemstones. I think that's what it's called. Televangelist TV show. Based off of a family. It's kind of like that dude off of, you know, that church in Houston, that big-ass church. He was in the news a while back because he was like, nope, even through a hurricane, I'm not going to open my doors <laughs> to help anybody out. I forgot what that dude's called. He's got like a, he's got like a fuzzy, curly mullet. He looks kind of creepy, too, but boy, does he have money. Based out of Houston. Well, anyways, this TV show is kind of like that. It goes off of, you know, the, the fact that there are all these televangelist people out there. These religious personalities that have these really huge churches. And they're just making ridiculous amounts of money from people just donating or getting scammed or whatever. So they made a TV show out of it. John Goodman, the guy from uh, Kenny Powers, was really fucking awesome. Enjoyed it. I think it was only two seasons, so I don't know if they're coming back or not. It's worth a watch. Anyways, Netflix, uh, AMC+. Plus. 
Um, probably a couple of other things. You know, lots and lots of YouTube. Oh my gosh, I fucking love YouTube. You know, they recently signed me out of my account. Not about you guys, but some of these accounts, I I don't remember usernames or passwords. So, I was like, okay, after the third try, I was like, okay, I got nothing. I have no idea what, what the username is, what the password is. So, yeah, it was gone. Just like that. Just gone. You know, the good thing about having an account is that, you know, it it shows you stuff that you actually want to watch. You know, actually stuff that you keep up with. Now, let me tell you what happens when you don't have an account. YouTube is probably the most negative fucking internet space out there like everything I was just kind of scrolling through was just all negativity one thing after another you know if I wasn't talking about some some police shootings if it wasn't talking about um, kids dying uh, celebrities talking shit about each other Random nobodies out there with YouTube channels just talking crap about famous people. I mean, it was just one thing after another. You know, one thing that popped up, uh, if you know anything about me, I love conspiracy theories. I really do. So, once something popped up, you know, in relation to that world, I was like, I think I'm going to click on that. (laughs) You know? So there we go. Down the fucking rabbit hole, man. You know, I'm looking at Illuminati shit. I'm looking at devil worshipping. Having to be, you know, supposedly these celebrities out there worshipping the devil and doing these, these fucking ill acts and Everything just being posted in their their videos, their music videos, uh, walking around doing secret signs and symbols and how some of these guys are Freemasons and they're all tied into each other, interwoven like a t-shirt, you know? I'm like, how much of this is real, you know? How much of it is real? Because, you know, if you see something over and over and over, at some point you got to stop thinking it's a coincidence. You got to stop believing that it's nonsense. I mean, if something's in your face over and over and over and over, you know, at what point are you going to open your eyes and be like, you know what? There's got to be some truth to this, you know? It's kind of like where I got with it. You know, the more I looked into it, you know, they were speaking about the Illuminati, Freemasonry, uh, devil worshiping going on by these celebrities, talking about these celebrities selling their souls to the devil. And it's it's not necessarily what you think. I mean, you're not going to be in like some type of room by yourself 
you know, with some type of uh, devil marks on the ground and some type of symbols that are satanic around you. Looking into a mirror saying, you know, Bloody Mary 12 times or whatever it is. The devil appearing and he's like, hey, you know what? You want to be rich and famous? Sign right here on this fucking paper. I got you. I got you, fam. <laughs> I don't think it works like that to an extent, but I think it's similar, though. It's really strange, too, because, um, you know, if you if you look into it, right? <laughs> you look into it. Uh, there, there's levels to the shit, you know? If you think about it, some of these um, artists, these celebrities, they just kind of, they appeared out of nowhere. It was like, oh, this guy's famous now. You got to treat him like they're famous. Listen to their music. Let me cram that shit down your throat, right? <clears throat> and then next thing you know, this person's fucking everywhere, right? He might as well be taking a shit in your toilet because that motherfucker is everywhere. Literally. Let's take Bad Bunny, for example. You know, he does reggaeton. That dude... I remember hearing about, about him from Angel. And then... Like, I was like, okay. I see his music. All right. You know, and the, the first time I saw him, I was like, you know what? There's, there's something off about this kid, you know? I mean, he kind of comes off a little, little homosexual, you know. Nothing wrong with that. Just, you know, just pointing out what I saw, <laughs> right? And uh, fast forward some time, some years later. I mean, this dude is—he is—he's a hell of a fucking celebrity out there. I mean, he's, he's a powerhouse. I mean, he's making Cheeto commercials. This dude is on wrestling. Monday Night Raw, he's on the pay-per-views. <clears throat> Literally a wrestler. I mean, this guy's fucking popping out hit after hit after hit after hit. He's really just on top of the fucking world, man. But how did he get there, though? You know, through the power of YouTube... I came across some videos that were talking about Bad Bunny and some of his videos like, um, what is that? What is that song? Yo Perreo Sola. You know, they spoke about how that video, there's an agenda out there. You know, the demasculization of, of men. There's like a whole movement going out there that it's it's very subtle, but if you you know if you open your eyes and you look into it, <laughs> if you look into it, I mean you can see it clear as day, and it's wild, I mean, you see these people walking around with purses, you know they used to call them women. And now you got these uh, these people walking around purses called men. They they uh, they try to call them different names like man bags, man purse, a purse, 
you know? They, they don't want to, they don't want you to think of them as a bitch, but what, what other way are you going to look into them as, right? They're open-minded, you know? They're expanding their horizons. Is that, is that what you call it, though? A guy walking around with a man bag? Basically a lady purse? You know, the more extravagant, the better, too, right? And it's like, are you fucking serious right now? You trying to trying to act gangster, but you're walking around with a fucking a lady bag? Like, are, are you serious right now? I don't understand. I really don't. It's like, I don't understand. Right? <laughs> and that's kind of like what we're talking about. And, you know, at the beginning of that video that I mentioned, Yo Perreo Sola by Bad Bunny. The start of the video, you see this child. And just, uh, he's sitting down in front of the TV. I think he, he was watching something before Bad Bunny rudely interrupted, right? And next thing you know, the guy... You know, he's on the screen, he's dressed as a fucking lady, a woman, a whore. I mean, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. And there's this child just, you know, he's watching a video now, right? He's watching Bad Bunny perform this video. You know, this song in the video. And it's just like, what do you, what does that mean to you, though? You know, and these people have a point that, you know, they're showing these things to the children, <clears throat> because that's that's what their agenda is is pretty much catering to. They want these kids to see these videos. That's why they make them in such a way so that these children pay attention and they watch. They absorb the information. They absorb everything in the video that's colorful, that's bright, that's happening. And they start to think about it because, you know, everybody knows that ideas are powerful. And once that seed gets planted, you know, it becomes a, a very, very dangerous place. An idea and a mind is very dangerous. And that's what they're doing. They're planting these ideas into these young minds. I mean, if you, you think about it, there are uh, more and more children out there, more and more young adults they're confused about their sexuality. I mean, you talk about children, little kids. You're talking about six, five, seven years old asking questions about, hey, do I like guys? Do I like girls? Am I gay? Am I transgender? You know? It's fucking wild, and you could sit there and, and call me crazy, but think about it, though. When I was a kid, those weren't things that crossed my mind. Like, I never I never thought about if I liked girls or boys, you know? I didn't. I never felt obligated to make a choice then and now, right then and there. Like, hey, am I cis? <laughs> am I binary? Am I non-binary? And don't get me wrong, I haven't looked into that shit. You know, but I know it exists, you know, in the LBGTQ plus community. But I'm just, I'm just saying, you guys, like this information is out there. 
in everybody's face. You know, we're just talking about it right now. You know, there's a reason why younger and younger, you know, kids and young adults are questioning their sexuality or asking these questions about themselves. Because these ideas were planted in the young, these young minds. And all of a sudden, it, it matters, you know, it, it matters. And, you know, it's, it's such a, it's become such a thing that these kids are wanting to switch gender roles. You know, they're wanting to get these operations, making themselves not a boy anymore, not a girl anymore. And then they're finding out later in life, they're like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Because now I don't feel the same as I did. I mean, it's a, it's a sad thing to see. You know, and further in this video, you know, there's, uh, there's some satanic symbolism. There's a part in the video where he's in the middle wearing a, a skirt. There are chains around his neck leading to, I believe it's six females wearing cloaks. Basically symbolizing that he is, he's owned and there's no escape for him. He's already sold himself. <laughs> you know? I mean, think about this though. There are, I don't know if you're, there's a lot of people out there that love music. I met these people. Actually quite amazing. I'm not one of those people that absolutely loves music. Oh, there's a, there's a plane flying by. Take a moment of silence for the plane. But yeah, there are people out there that obsess with music. Absolutely obsessed with music. I happen to not be one of those people. But <clears throat> people out there that love watching the music videos. And answer me this though. Why is it that a lot of these artists have to have a serpent, a snake in their video? Like why? What What is the point of that? Like, <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, there it goes again. Another moment of silence. Isn't it quite crazy, though, that a lot of these musical artists feel the need to put a serpent in their video? You know, a lot of them, there's a big discussion out there that a lot of these artists are performing these... Uh, satanic rituals in their music, especially in their videos, like the bloodbath ritual. That's a popular one. You know, if you, you go to your favorite artist, probably guaranteed there's a video where they're covered in blood, you know, red liquid, right? It's fucking wild, man. The more you pay attention to these symbols, a lot of these celebrities and, and artists walk around covering their eyes. They're doing this uh, okay sign. They're, they're doing 
this uh, this symbol where they they put a finger over their mouth. A lot of people think it symbolizes not being able to speak about the lifestyle of which you know they sold their souls, and uh, now they're in a secret society like the Masonry and Illuminati. You know, I brought up Kevin Hart earlier. You know, and that kind of goes hand in hand in what we're talking about at this moment, which is um, you know these these rituals that these celebrities do, these musical artists, these musicians, where they so on so sell their soul to the devil, and in return they get fame, they get riches popularity, blah, 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 right? So it starts out that they have to do these things. I mean, there's, you can look it up on YouTube, you know, rituals for Illuminati. So, so there's rappers, music, musical artists. Um, one of the popular ones, like I mentioned, is the, uh, the bloodbath ritual where they got to cover themselves in blood. Um, and they have to do certain things to get to the next level. You know, because there's levels to, to the whole shit. I mean, it's crazy. Like, if you look into it, Freemasonry, Illuminati, there's different levels. There's different ranks that you can get. You know, so you can get higher and higher on the totem pole, so to speak. And, and if you watch this interview <clears throat> where... Um, Kevin Hart is on the Joe Rogan podcast. It was it was pretty recent. You know, he masked it in such a way where he speaks about you know him being a businessman and how he's he's pretty much almost a billionaire. And his work ethic is so just high power. You know, that was that was kind of just taking all the information and I was looking at him, you know, his mannerisms and everything. And Joe Rogan just looked like he was just so blown away, right? By what Kevin Hart was saying to him. And it's really interesting what they speak about. You know, he talks about how he overcame an accident. Which I'm not really sure what happened. I didn't really care to look into it, but I've heard it mentioned in in different places before. Kevin Hart was involved in a vehicular accident. I'm not sure what happened, but um, he spoke about how he wasn't able to walk for, for quite a period of time. So he needed a rehab to get himself back together. So on and so forth. And he said during the process, he thought in his mind, okay, so this is where I'm at right now. This is the level I'm at. So let me go to the next level. And this is what I what I have to do to get there. You know, when I heard him talk about that and when he progressed from having overcame that to speaking about, you know, his business and 
how he's uh, venturing out to different places to, you know, pretty much uh, grow his empire and have that, try to get to that, um, you know, that legacy money where, you know, it transcends generations and you have that generational wealth where your kids' kids don't have to work and their kids don't have to work and so forth, so forth and on, right? You know, when you hear him talking about it and you talk about, he talks about these levels that you, you have to, you have to, you have to pass and succeed to get to the next level. You know, it kind of sounds like he's reminiscent talking about the Illuminati and Freemasonry, you know, and I didn't realize that till, you know, I really just started looking into these videos and how they spoke about different things. And it just kind of all started adding up and uh, sounding similar to each other. <laughs> so whenever I, when I was looking at these videos, it just popped in my head. I was like, oh, this sounds really similar to what Kevin Hart was talking about in that interview with, with Joe Rogan. So... Then there was this video that popped up where it said that Kevin Hart was dressed as a woman on Saturday Night Live. And that, my friends, supposedly is one of the uh, the rituals, right? We've been talking about rituals, one of them being a bloodbath ritual. <clears throat> For a lot of these comedians, um, wearing a dress as a man wearing a dress, that's one of the rituals that you have to do to be indoctrinated into the, you know, the club, right, so to speak. So you've seen a lot of them do it. I mean, you've seen um, a lot of famous ones do it. Um, Dave Chappelle has spoken candidly about not ever doing that because he doesn't want anything to do with that, any of that stuff. You know, there's videos where he talks about that. You know, he's talking about the Illuminati. He's talking about those things that happen, right, in that world. I mean, you've had, uh, let's see, Robin Williams. Um, the Medea guy. I don't even know his fucking name. Tyler Perry, right? There you go. Um, fucking Eddie Murphy. He's dressed as a woman. Martin Lawrence. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's one of them things. It's 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 kind of like a slap in the face for them to ask you to, you know, dress as a woman. You know, and you you've heard I've heard like I've seen the videos. I mean, you can find them on YouTube, like fucking everywhere. Where there is these you know celebrities that are guys talking about they just come at them. You know, they're like hey. Um, <clears throat> This isn't really part of the movie, but um, there's this scene, and we want you to dress as a woman, and uh, da 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 da. And he's like, "What? What? What? Why you go back a minute? What'd you say? Something about a woman?" And you're like, "Yeah, we want you to dress as a female. You know, and just wear a dress." It's like, "Nah, I'm not doing that. No, no." Mm -mm. And they're like, "Okay, well, it wasn't a big deal, so let's let's just move on." And it's like, if it wasn't a big deal, then why 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 put it in there anyways? You know. And that's the question a lot of these these guys ask. 
It's like, if it wasn't a big deal, then why was it placed in there in the first place? You know, <laughs> you know, and it, it just, it kind of goes back to the whole thing of demasculinizing uh, men and a whole Freemasonry Illuminati debacle with the satanic rituals. And there is this, uh, I wish I had an iPad or something else, like a computer I can look at. So I think if I grab my phone and I switch to the Safari, that it's probably gonna stop the recording. But, um, yeah, there's this, uh, I don't even know what you call it, <clears throat> but it's, uh, basically the symbol for, for the devil. They don't call it the devil though. They call it, I think it's like Bephomet. Like B-E-P-H-E-M-E-T. I think if you type that in your, your, uh, title bar, you'll be able to pull some up, but that image of the goat and dressed in black with the hooves and everything, that image is everywhere. It's in a lot of these videos, you know, with these artists, these musicians, you know, the, the whole throwing up symbols of uh, like Jay-Z does with the diamond sign. I mean, that's, it's all the, it just kind of coincides with what everything that we're talking about and just tying it all together. Um, hey, you'll, you'll be surprised if you look into it, you know, how, how much similarities there are in the, everything I was just kind of mentioned, you know, in this segment. So <laughs> it's pretty wild. It, it blew my fucking mind away, you know, and that was just, going down the rabbit hole <clears throat> with YouTube when I wasn't signed into my account. You know, I kind of feel like, you know, with YouTube anyways, with life in general, um, just everything around me, I feel like God's always talking to me. You know, and if I'm not hearing his voice, I'm getting signs everywhere I look. And you might be too. But, you know, if you're not paying attention to the simple shit that's in front of you, you know, you're just taking it in and it just, it's all normal to you. It's just everyday life. And you accept it willingly. Then you're probably not going to see the signs. You're probably not going to get the messages when, when God is truly trying to reach out to you and help you. You know, he's, God talks to me all the time. And if I'm not paying attention, there's something that I'm going to miss. You know, and unfortunately, it's a terrible, it's a bad, bad world we live in. You know, and I'm not going to sit here and say that that it's worse now than it's ever been, but I mean, things could, uh, they could be worse, 
but do you want them to be? <laughs> They're already pretty bad, you know. That's all I'm saying, right? 